Hi, everyone. You have found me and my podcast, Processing the Process. I am Lisa Tams, and I am just a mom who has supported and survived having two kids, actually that's two boys, apply, pre-screen, and audition for college musical theater programs. All of these steps together I refer to, and many people do, as the process. Thus, the name of this podcast, Processing the Process. Going through it my first time around with my oldest son, I searched for something like this podcast, and I didn't find anything. And so I decided to fill that void. And that is how this podcast was born. I hope that by listening, other parents will benefit from my experience and get insight to this very specific process. So that's a little bit about me, this podcast, and what you can expect. On with the show. Enjoy. This is episode 11 of Processing the Process. It's actually a follow-up conversation to episode 8 with my friend Barbara. The title of this podcast episode is Mid-Process Frustrations, a follow-up conversation talking about the status of what our kids have heard back on their acceptances and the intricacies of that, specifically a story about a false acceptance and some false hope situations. Also the scenario of never hearing back and some good suggestions about passwords and emails specific to this process. Again, more on the intricacies of getting college acceptances. I think by listening, you will know going in that you need to be clear on what they're offering your child in terms of an acceptance, what that includes, if it includes the program that they are interested in specifically, or if they're redirecting them to a different program. Yeah, that point is something that is very good to know going in so that you can help your child kind of temper acceptances as they come in and go through them slowly and carefully to try to understand. Many times it requires a phone call to the school for clarification. So there's a lot of good stuff here. All right, here we go. I've thought about you guys so often and I didn't want to <laughs> bug you and stress you out any more than need be. <laughs> No, no. I want to hear what's going on. Um, well, it's just interesting. I sent you that text the other day about, you know, some of these schools just never even heard from. Right. And I find that odd. And the portals never change nothing. And so he emailed about four of them. I think it's five schools that, are, that he's got this. And that is, a, that is just. I mean, after all the hoops they jumped through and all the fees they pay and all the travel they do to not let them know and that they have to I mean at this stage of the game it's pretty much a no I mean you know we all know when the word went out and when people are getting the email you know what I mean Well, but at the same time maybe you think I mean I would think maybe you know you're on the wait list or they're still you're still under consideration of some sort. Yeah. I mean, I visit some of those chat boards, which I probably shouldn't, but <laughs> I see when the waitlists are out, you know what I mean? Like you're notified somehow, but anyway. Yeah. 
this morning he got a reply from one of the schools. I'm so sorry. We sent you an email May, March 6th. You are on priority. Wait. <gasps> and I was like, wow. I mean, thank God he emailed them because he was just like done. I mean, my son tends to be a little pragmatic. <laughs> if he doesn't hear, he's like, they didn't want me, I, you know, then I move on. It's so interesting because he checked his junk. I checked junk. I just never saw it. It's not there. He didn't, we never received it. And also, I mean, I, I appreciate all the emails, but I don't know why they don't do a follow-up letter. Right. A hard copy in the mail just for that reason. Exactly. I mean, they make it very clear that this, I don't know if it's a wait list or a hold or, you know, they have so many wordage that people don't come off of it <laughs> very much. I emailed the admissions person this morning and said, you know, we are actually going to be near there. And even if he doesn't come off, I mean, we're going to come by for a visit because if he does for some reason come off, he's never been there. We've never seen it. And we're going to be right there. And she was like, okay, you know, well, let's play it by ear. And I was like, mm, okay, may never go any further than that, but and never heard of it. But I mean, it's like a rock and roll, you know, it's got that, sort of reputation as a rock and roll you know uh-huh uh-huh and that was super high on his list Ooh, i know so it's like you know i know he he's pretty committed in his brain to a school but i'm like i really want you to see these other options and also i think if he shows up there and meets with them and really fights for it if he really loves it when he's there i think he should absolutely you know make them know that um did he already put a deposit down no elsewhere we have not committed because i mean we're going to commit probably like the day before may 1st which i don't know if it's the 31st or the 30th he's he's in full tech for his musical they go up the first two weekends of april and then he's at a catholic high school so they don't take spring break till easter which is very late this year we get on a plane on like April 22nd and we're going to see one, two, three, four, five schools. And we are on more school. Yeah. Yeah. I just want him to see, even though he's pretty committed in his brain, I just want him, you know, there's a couple schools that are in small, smaller cities, you know, just a little more of a university environment. And, you know, like I said to him, look, you've got lovely choices and they're, they are different. I said, now you're going to get training. You're going to get beautiful training at any of these schools. Don't look at the rankings or whatever they are. Look where you're going to be happy for the next four years. That's really what I'm doing on this trip. So where, what are the other schools? Belmont. In- uh-huh. Yeah. Belmont is a good, like, singer-songwriter. Yeah. Again, you know, my son, who isn't so the Broadway baby, maybe, you know, he kind of, you know, again, he's kind of come at this whole different. He's not that kind of kid. He doesn't have that training. And he does. The, the whole thing with him is he loves to sing. And he loves to, you know, he's in a band. He does standards in town at clubs sometimes. So I also want him to see that scope of maybe being in an environment that isn't just musical theater. I mean, his top choice is Boston Conservatory. You know, that's musical theater, baby. That's that's full. And he loves that idea. And he's like, Mom, no matter what I do, I'll have that training now because I don't have it. And obviously going against these kids, I realize how I don't have that training. <laughs> <laughs> when you stick out think- into Michigan, it's like, you know, he looks like he's in the Russian ballet. And you just go, oh, my God. <laughs> You know, like I, I, it's funny, I said, I actually, I guess I'm kind of grateful that I, I was going into it. Cause I, I think 
I wouldn't have let him apply to some of these schools. Like, you know, I mean, I, like some part of me goes, wow, are we clueless? Like jam in there and think that he actually had a shot at some of these schools. Well, I, you know, you never, you never know. You never know. It, I think it, it is a crapshoot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, another thing about Belmont is the whole performing arts business aspects mm-hmm. that they have mm-hmm. uh, available yeah there eric had a meeting in nashville uh it was last year sometime and i was like you know we may as well just take tommy for a visit since you're going to be there anyway right and so we did it did not click with him mm-hmm. but i have i know a couple of girls from our area who go to school there and a few actually who um, go to school there and really love it. I, one of our neighbors, she's there and loves it. She couldn't be happier. And she was in a band here and she's, she didn't do musical theater. I, I think she's doing vocal performance, but she's interned for CBS writing jingles and singing background. It's not just cool. country country, you know, like everyone. No, not at all. Not at all anymore. And it's just, it's the same. It's just got like such a broad network that's always been on the list. And then you got into Malloy, Cap 21. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Island, which is an up and coming program. She loved him so much that he's like, I want to go see it because she's emailing him and she's like, I just think you're so great. You know, one of those yeah. people that really, really positive is like, I'm so glad you're actually considering. And then we're waiting to hear NYU come out, comes out tomorrow. So right. it gets into that. I don't know if New York City is his spot. And then the last thing we'll do is go up to Boston and do the Accept Student Day. And then we're on a plane home that Saturday. And I think the first is that, I don't know, Monday or Tuesday. So I'm hoping it'll all be very clear. Don't know if I told you, you know, when my daughter was doing this, not musical theater, we had put a deposit in on a school in New York City. And then she got accepted into schools she didn't think she was going to be accepted into. And we got on a plane. And we got on the campus of her current school and we just looked at each other and went, oh my God, this is it. And I <laughs> deposited and I said, yeah, we just, we just email them and say, sorry. And you know, they keep the deposit, you lose your $500 or whatever, but it, you no, know, you just go, no, 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 this is your spot for the next four years. Absolutely. So Tommy is waitlisted. So this is really what I, what, what just happened that made me go like, okay, I need to like get this out there and off of my chest because I am <laughs> like, just speechless I, I so this is what happened this school so he's waitlisted he has a visit planned right our spring break is this next coming week mm-hmm. the first week of April right so he's going there exchanged emails with the person on the letter of the waitlist who said, you know, any, if you have any questions, contact this person. And then we also copied the director of the program. Right. They were great. He's got the visit lined up. That all went smoothly. And mm. last night he comes down and he's like, what is my password to log in? So we're looking for that password because there's a gazillion yeah. now that we have, I know. <laughs> which we might want to like recommend to other people to create like a formula for each one. Yeah. Because we didn't do that and it 
this spend. I also recommend people to create a new email address. Both have access to that. It just all goes to one email address. Did you do that? No. Okay. No, we <laughs> used one of my extra emails. So it comes to me and then I added it to his account weirdly. Uh-huh. Maybe that's why we don't get some of them. But sometimes it goes back saying my name on it, which I hate. And I've gone in and changed it because it's on an old account. But I always wonder if they look at that and go, you know, this is obviously the mom writing this. Well. Go ahead. Go back to the portal. <laughs> okay. So they sent him yesterday all of these emails. He got eight emails in his inbox. So last night he went through them and one of them said, congratulations on your acceptance. Blah, blah, blah. We look forward to seeing you in the fall. We read it multiple times because we're like, wow, okay, that is awesome. Right. But also strange Strange. that he didn't get a call or some (laughs) other. It was from somebody else in the university. Is it one of those where you get accepted into the university? Well, that's what we were questioning too, but no, it said, to it said, yes, specifically that program at that school. <laughs> and I was, I, and I was like, Tommy, this is awesome. He's like, mom, don't do that. Don't do that. I don't want to get excited. I know they're very, very, uh, butt chapped is <laughs> a really lousy way to say it. <gasps> And I was like, they're very, okay. uh, they've got road rash at this point. <sighs> He's like, okay, I'll call tomorrow at lunch. So he calls, calls me and says, I didn't get in. What? And I was exactly, exactly. I was like, are you, what? Are you kidding me? What does that mean? And I swear, I honestly thought that he was going to be like, no, actually, I did. Right. I did. No. I, 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 it's like, are they trying to make us insane? And I was like, so are you still on the wait list? And he said, yeah. Thank God. But what does that mean? Did he say, but I got this email? Yeah. Yeah. And they were like, we're sorry, but because you're coming to visit you somehow got added to in in the circulation of a, an email chain that you uh, I'm shouldn't sorry have. I have no patience for that I I I mean I know you wouldn't do anything now because you know it's a it's a school obviously he would love to go to and and if he got in he'd go but it's like some of this behavior <laughs> is so unacceptable yeah, I was like, "Do they have any idea what?" The- well, they do. I know that they do, and it was—it's a mistake. Use it, but that is a killer. killer that is a mistake. killer mistake. Oh my god! I'm so sorry. Yeah, and he- Tommy was great about it. You know, he's like, "Yeah, no." It's like I know, and someone said, "Oh, you know, so many schools they get to care how many applications they get. This is their job." We did our job and we did it on time. We traveled, we paid fees. Why they can't, and they're they're not brand new schools. Why do they not have their shit together? I mean, one of the, the very top actually 
does it perfect. And they had more applications probably than any school. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. can't everyone else get it perfect? Why <laughs> does my kid have to go begging for the denial? You know, which three of the schools it was. Oh, I'm so sorry. I don't know why you weren't told. Yes, it's a no. Thank you. I mean, why does your kid have to go? I mean, that's just, that's just so unacceptable. Yeah. It makes yeah. me go, I don't want to be a part of this program. <laughs> I mean, I know. I, I'm so sorry. It's like, yeah, because then it's your kid and then it's us. You know, as one mom said to me, don't they realize it's our journey now, too? I mean, it's like, <laughs> well, because I mean, anything you that your child is aspiring to as a parent when you're supporting them and they're re- in they're getting their results is, you know, I mean, you it, feel it, it. it. It goes right to your heart yeah. and to your gut. It doesn't feel good that that's be I mean, please promise me whatever happens even if you go there and you pay their money I would go in and speak to somebody and say look just I know it was a mistake but you guys have to try to put something in place where this doesn't happen it's just not okay yeah no it is not it's totally not okay he's meeting with the director at his visit right so my husband was like he should print the letter out and bring it and say I got this and I just wanted to let you know what transpired if you don't already. And I was like, I don't think I can do that at this point. Oh, yeah. Which is awful because that would be truly a constructive thing to let them know. They should know this is a fail and you should know about it. You know, not even emotional, you know, I mean, it's just like, yeah, this shouldn't be happening. Before I called you, I was like, okay, what should we do about this? Because after he called, he got another email. Saying, I'm going to, I'm going to try and see if I can look at it because I was like, it says this school is where you belong. Oh, so he's on the accept. I would pay the deposit and be done. <laughs> I'd go to that <laughs> and, pay and go, what? I got accepted. Well, and it does say at the bottom, honestly, it says reserve your space within the class of 2023. Yeah. And you can click on it. Yeah. Um, I mean, not to that extent, but my son had a little bit, there was one of the schools that he never heard from. He couldn't make the actual live audition. So he canceled and they came back and said, oh, if you're only canceling because you can't make the audition, send in your tapes. We don't really do that, but we'll let you do that. And then we had to record like acapella in a hotel room because we were in Michigan auditioning for there. And the questions that they interviewed, I just interviewed him, you know, and it was supposed to be six minutes, but it was nine. So we just sent it in the last day of the deadline. Anyway, never heard from the school. He sent an email and they were like, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, the same. I know kids that got in. I know kids that got waitlisted. They sent, oh, I'm so sorry. We had so many kids apply. I'm still getting to your application, you know, hang in there, that kind of thing. And I was like, oh, maybe you still have a shot there. And then like two days later, the letter, you know, like, thanks, but no. I was just like, wow, why didn't you just say that? Why even respond? Like that was hopeful. It was like that moment of, oh, this one's not over. Right. You know, it's just, it's the whole, and again, I thought we were so done. I'm like, okay, we're done. And he's got, you know, a couple choices and it's all good. You know, and then this morning I was like, oh, that's Well, you know, for Tommy, this has been hard. There has been a lot of rejection. And 
the initial rejection was tough because there was one in there that he really, really felt was viable. He was hopeful, not confident. I understand. I know. Same. I Even with, you know, with his acceptances, I mean, I thought about it. I'm like, you know, if you took a gap year and really trained, I said, I bet you'd get into one of those schools that you really wanted to get into. I just do. But also the thought of taking, I started him late because he's got a late August birthday. So he'll be 19 this year when he starts college. He'll be 20 starting college. (laughs) I just don't think that's the path. Like I said to him, I said, go for a year. If you don't like it, transfer or, you know, come on, then we'll figure something out. I mean, there's variables with with that too in terms of going to one of the schools that you're accepted to for a year yeah some of those schools if you want to reapply you have to as a freshman oh yeah most most of them there is one i think it is usc or ucla i just read one of them takes transfers in the musical theater at junior year really yeah and i said so if you want to come home then just put that in the back of your mind too, because you might want, you know, two years of training, you know, wherever you end up. And maybe then you do want to come home. Uh-huh. I, I don't know. I mean, I know my son's a homebody. Uh-huh. He's going to have a tough time away from home the first uh-huh. year. I know it. And we've talked about it. And I was talking to someone also in our lives, right? The other people are also doing this just in a whole different way than we are. You know? And someone was talking and I said, I remember with my daughter and the little lessons I learned there, we were so excited she got in and she didn't know if she wanted to go. And then she got into this one school that she kind of was like, yeah, I think that I really want to go. That was a tinge of excitement. And I was like, I jumped on that. And we were so on that bandwagon that I didn't really prep her to you go know, to college, yeah, <laughs> to be away, to be away, and, and so I've really, you know, done it differently with with my son. And you know, on these trips when we travel, and I've said, "You're going to be homesick. You're you're going to have days where you just go, oh my god, I want to go home.'" And I said, "So you just have to know that. I think they need to prepare themselves for that and go. And you know what? You're going to get a good night's sleep, and you're going to wake up, and the next day you're going to go, eh, it's not so bad. I'll stay.' So just know when you have that, it's not the end of the world. And FaceTime or call a friend, have your sister come out, or you know, I'll come out, or come home for the weekend. I don't care where you are. I really didn't prep my daughter for that, and she had a really rough freshman year. You know, they're they're vastly different. The girl boy thing. My son, I worry more that I won't know if he's unhappy. Uh huh. Oh, I think you will. I think you will, especially now with like FaceTime and everything. Being able to to see them and talk to them. Yeah, it is kind of get the get that mother instinct. Yeah, I mean, even when he was at, you know, he did a summer program at Michigan. You know, I didn't text him for a night or two because I knew that he was not going to be happy. So I was like, I just. (laughs) Unless he needs me, I'm not going to, because you also have to let them go. Let them have it. Let them feel it. It's like kindergarten drop-off. You don't go in with them. Right. <laughs> you make it worse. Yeah. You, it makes You're just drawing out the, the pain. Exactly. So, and then like the first night he texted me, he was like, it's okay. He said, I, I feel like I have the talent to be here. He said, but I don't have the training to be here in Italy. He goes, it's mm-hmm. really clear. And every night he got more calm. Yeah, you're right. You, you feel it out in your mother instinct. You, if you want my advice on the on the school with this debacle, I would not have him bring that into the interview when he's there. No, no, he's not going to. Yeah. No, you said you were going to print the letter out and take it in and tell. Right. The that's what Eric recommended, my husband. But I was like, I don't think that's a good idea. He's going with guns blazing, for God's sake. But I think he has every right after, no matter what the outcome, even a strongly positive one, I think he has every right to present that. Or you guys as a family, 
or as a parent. I think you guys have every right to politely. It's just so not okay. Should we reply to these emails that keep coming in? I don't know because I have been withdrawn or whatever they do. Like I've done all the their process and I, it's, he still gets emails. <sighs> you know, it's accepted student. And I'm like, didn't, didn't you deny them like two months ago? You know, like these were early on even, you know, and it's, he still gets emails. Because of the academic acceptance, but not the artistic acceptance. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Yeah. Right. Which is a really good point also to speak on for other people is that is the big thing that is confusing. You know, you can open your email and you've got an acceptance and and then you have to scour it for like, okay, is this an academic acceptance and includes the artistic acceptance or is this just the academic and the, and, and we've had to email schools to clarify. Yeah. Someone had said that and it really stuck in my head. So I definitely kind of had felt like I had a little heads up on that one, but still it's very confusing. It is. And it just causes like that false, you know, kind of hope (laughs) for those minutes until you realize like that. Yeah. And you get the big packet in the mail, the whole thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. With scholarship information, money, all that, but it's academic. How about, have you guys had any denials to the BFA program and accepted into a BA program? Or not denials? No, no. They're like, do they call it redirect? It's a redirect, yeah. He's had one of those, and which is another school, which I really like, the James Madison School. And again, I think it was his very first acceptance from Munifieds, and she was lovely, lovely, lovely. But, you know, somewhere along the process, and he still hasn't said no, it's a BA. And he's like, I don't really think I want a BA. And that's your decision. You know, I said, but that one's still sort of borderline. So, you know, keep it in the list. I said, it's going to all be very clear the last week of April for you. Does that BA program also intertwine with BFA? Will, will he still be, even though that's... They have a BFA. Oh, they don't have a BFA. They don't have a BFA. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh, okay. Yeah. No, the other one has a BFA. And I called because, again, it was so unclear in the letter. I was like, I don't even know what they're saying. I really didn't. And, the, and they had offered lovely scholarship. And I was like, I, I don't get what you're accepted into and not. And she said, well, actually, everybody's actually in the BA program the first year. And then he could audition into the BFA sophomore year. And I said, but if you get accepted into the BFA program? <laughs> Do you have to audition it sophomore year? And she said, sort of. And I said, what does that mean? It's like, what do you mean? <laughs> so, so I was what like, is sort of? I, yeah, she's like, well, I'm not, you know, it's a new program. And I said, okay, so you don't really know. And she was like, well, she said, so it shouldn't deter him not to come if he's on a wait list for the BFA and he's a, a BA. Mm, that doesn't sound like a safe option. And then another <laughs> Another letter was, we're accepting you as a candidate for the BFA program. And I was like, what does that mean? Like, is he not in it? And they're like, no, that's just the way we say you haven't gotten your degree yet. And I went, okay, but that's not very clear. Like he's in some void. Yeah. Abyss. <laughs> like, it's, just, it's all so, I mean, I know you've had later stress, but for weeks I've kind of just forgotten about it. I just, I've been like so detached from it and not really caring anymore because it's, it feels so done. And then it's like, yeah, you just go, God. 
Yeah. But this whole little thing that transpired last night just really. Oh, that's insane. Just really threw that's so me because I was kind of like, okay, we're at where we're at and we'll just hold out. And by the way, that program that sent him the false acceptance also said that he may not know until May 6th. Yeah, they won't know. Half of them you won't know. After you have to accept elsewhere. And also then a lot of times they've, they've given away their financial aid too. So beware of that too. We've given, They're all gone. It's yep. all gone. So that is the other tip is when you get off wait list, usually there's no financial aid left. I will tell you that. That's, that's pretty much across the board I've heard. Huh. Yeah. I also just wanted to mention, you mentioned earlier about the gap year and him being older and everything. Frankie's program had several kids start at 20. Well, the other thing is, is that, you know, especially with boys and tenors, you're not really going to come into your own until your early 20s. Your voice vocal. So all these kids training, it's great, but you're really stepping into your vocal tone and your maturity in your early 20s. So there's that. Boys don't stop growing sometimes until 21. They just mature differently, obviously, than girls. Um, I just looked at the clock, and I'm so sorry. Okay. No, no, uh, you're good. And I'm so sorry you went through that, but, you know. Well, you it's guys- nice to be able to call invent. <laughs> it's like, sorry, you guys need to hold up your end of the bargain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, okay, you- I'll let you go. And stay tuned. Okay, yes, <laughs> we'll be in touch. Okay. Okay. All right. Have a good day. So I just love her. It was so, so great this second time around in this process to have met Barbara at Lunafides, which happened in November of 2018. So that's really at the, it's pretty early in the process still. And, um, for those of you that don't know, Moonifieds are hosted by the college audition coach. That's Mariana Denard. And it's an opportunity to audition for the schools that come to that. It's kind of like an early Unifieds. Anyway, um, yeah, I met her and this was such a great relationship to have through the process. We live thousands of miles away and our boys, I don't even think our boys know each other. You know, this is a process really to bond over and to have somebody to talk to who was going through it simultaneously was so great. I can't even tell you. But what ended up happening, I wanted to follow up on that conversation to let you know I had asked her what she thought that we should do because he was still getting these emails and how to let the school know, should we let the school know? And after I hung up with her, I just started thinking about it more and more. And I just thought, wait, what if they have him now on the accepted list and off of the wait list? And what if a spot becomes available and he's not on the wait list to be chosen? You know, he's not on the wait list anymore as a potential. So I called the school and expressed to them my concern that I just wanted to make sure that he was actually still on the wait list because of everything that had transpired. 
they assured me that yes, he was. And so that kind of put my mind at ease and it also brought it up again to their attention, how that affected us on our end and just the confusion that it causes at an already (laughs) really stressful time. So that is how we handled that. And as you will gather from listening to the episode after this one, he did not get accepted to that school. He did not come off of their wait list. So it was onward at that point. But I just wanted to fill you in on that conundrum and how we ended up handling it. And I called. Tommy did not call. I called as the parent to kind of step in and make sure, double sure, that things were in place in a way that he didn't have any disadvantage because of what had transpired. Okay, enough of that. Thanks for tuning in. I hope that this has given you more perspective that somehow by listening, it has added to your pool of knowledge going forward. Please leave a comment for me or email me at lisatams at AOL.com, L-I-S-A-T-H-A-M-S at AOL.com. Put processing the process in the subject line. I would love to hear from you and please do share this with anyone you think may benefit from listening. Thanks for tuning in.